0: Welcome, welcome. How are you, sir? I'm
1: doing good, not bad. I was in my house cleaning while while my wife uh, took the kids out. So, I was oh, my... e- even the legends in the game have to do
0: the cleaning of the house. Huh? Nobody can escape the wife game.
1: Well, the thing about it is, I don't trust anybody to clean my house and clean my <laughs> wife the way I want to do it.
0: That's the thing. That is awesome. Well, well we appreciate you taking time out. Uh, I know we were trying to get it going in the last uh, episode of ours. Really appreciate you. Welcome to the Garage Talks. Uh, First and foremost, gotta start with my brother. Testify. Gotta testify (laughs) in this business, right? Uh, Absolutely. Devon Dudley, Devon Hughes, legend in the game, one half of the Dudley boys. Um, You know what's crazy? I was reading this week that It was Batista's 20th anniversary in the business. And a lot of people were not mentioning that Batista was initially introduced as a guy with a briefcase, as somebody's tough guy going around SmackDown back in the day.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, it's funny how some people in WWE don't want that secret to be out. It's like a dirty little secret. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, and um, you know, I, I still have to say a lot of times about how I thought the Reverend Devon gimmick was going great. Absolutely. Someone during that time, uh-huh. the powers to be did not feel that way, and so with that being said, it was kind of like, okay, they ruined it. And I, and again, I've said it in numerous. Um, interviews and i have a very good feeling who it was but i don't really <laughs> like to say it because me and this person me and this person is very good friends and i think Absolutely. that person i think that person knows that i know that they that, messed me up
0: that they messed you up
1: right but that's you know, that, fine. Was, that, was, that was a gimmick that you know a lot of people were
0: actually very impressed with because we've seen um uh, like later, later in the years that when Bubba went and had his like little single run in TNA um, and Impact, a lot of people were kind of comparing it to the Reverend gimmick, saying that had the had the people been behind him, maybe Devon could have been you know one of the one of the best singles runs of his career. Um, at the well, time, well, you
1: know, <clears throat> I always say this: Bubba had a great run in TNA uh, as a singles competitor, but you have to put in perspective that Bubba was allowed to call his own shots in TNA. Right. There was nobody there to stop him from, uh, you know, being Bully Ray. Correct. And with that being said, could he do that in WWE? See, that's the that's the thing. So TNA, okay. Um, you know, and I always, I don't like to take anything away from Bubba because again, Bubba did a great job. Sure. Uh, but same token, uh, Bubba was also in the office um, at the time, and um, he was also, um, you know, very close to Vince Russo.
0: Right. So
1: his ideas and what he wanted to be done with the Bully Ray character, he was able to do that. Now, the question is, would he have been able to do that in the world wrestling entertainment in WWE? Amen. That's the question. And, and I think
0: that's where we see a lot of these discrepancies or um, wrestlers jumping promotions. As you know, the culture in the industry is changing. Um, you know, for a while, we didn't have a second promotion that was giving wrestlers a chance, you know, and kind of a little bit of freedom of what we call creatives. Um, and so do you think, um, you know, all, all the chit chat about wrestlers not having creative control in the WWE to the extent that they would like to have it. Do, do you believe in that? Or, or do you think the culture is changing and, and they're transitioning to that phase?
1: Well, that has, been, that has been something that has been expressed by different wrestlers um, over the years, different eras, different generation. Um, you know, you have the attitude error uh where a lot of guys did not have creative control uh, unless you were in wcw Mm -hmm. and you know like we all knew that they had a lot of people over there had creative control uh during the hogan and andre era hogan definitely had creative control because he was the babe ruth at that time correct of pro wrestling so he had the right to have creative control Mm -hmm. um and when you look at it nowadays um you know Who has that same type of um, run or stigma like Hulk Hogan or like a Ric Flair or like The Rock or Stone Cold Mm -hmm. Steve Austin that -hmm. can actually call their own shots Mm -hmm. and then trust them enough to say, "Okay, what's your idea? Okay, we'll do it this way. We'll do it your way. You know, you have to really, really. convince Vince that you know what you're doing and you know what you're saying. Because so many people have said that to him and bombed.
0: Right, for sure.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, so I I can't blame the man for for not letting having the structure the way he did. Listen, if WCW would have had the same structure that the WWE had, if the WCW would have had a Vince McMahon, Mm -hmm. WCW would have still been around. I firmly believe that. Too many cooks in the kitchen in WCW. Right. And again, I don't have to I don't have to go on and, and say we all know because we all seen the rise and fall of WCW and we all Absolutely. know what went on. We Absolutely. all know what went on back then. But it was too many cooks running in the kitchen. So my opinion, if they would have had if Bischoff would have ran his ship like a Vince McMahon, or someone would have came in like Vince McMahon and, yeah. and really nailed everything down. WCW probably would have still been around. Time Warner would not have lost so much money not, yeah. where they would have been eager to, you know, keep uh, renewing the contracts with pro wrestling.
0: Now, based on as we're talking about we're talking about the business and, and the multitude of things that involves in it, uh, I like to mention a few things. For example, you have been an ECW champion, you have been a TNA champion, you have been a wwe champions smackdown and raw back in the days in the um what do we call the ruthless aggression era where they introduced the tag team belts for each different shows now what was your favorite run as a champion like was it a certain company was it like being the smackdown champion or being the tag team champion on the raw side like what was your favorite run as a champion was it in tna
1: well, you know, I my favorite run was WWE, was WWF. WWF. Um, I say WWF because that was when the Hardys and Edge and Christian and right. you know, Dudleys right. first started. Right. Um, we had a point to prove we were hungry. Mm-hmm. Vince gave us the ball and let us ride with it. And, you know, even when we weren't facing the Hardys or Edge and Christian, you know, we still hit home runs every time Absolutely. we got in that ring. So my thing is, you know, I was happy with that, with that run. ECW, definitely happy with it, but I was still very green. Right, right. Um, I I was fresh out of wrestling school when I got to ECW. And yes, there were, there were grown men in in ECW at the time that had been around the business and knew exactly, you know, what to do to make it. Um, But I wasn't confident in myself back then. I was confident in myself when I got to WWE. Um, that was when I think I was at the, my best. TNA, you know, I used to say a lot of bad things um, about TNA uh, just simply because I was very unhappy um, with management at the time. With management, not the company in itself, with management
0: right. and right. the way
1: the direction it was going, especially my last year there. I thought it was god awful. In terms of the management, right. But as far as the fans go, mm-hmm. and as far as the talent go, I had a good time with them. The whole aces and eights thing I thought was great. That was phenomenal. You know, one of the best yeah.
0: groups put together in recent times.
1: And you know, I really people. I don't know if people know that, but this that was all Eric Bischoff. Oh You know, wow. just like he did, just like he did the NWO. Right. He also um, was responsible for aces and ace because of the, the television show Sons of Anarchy. Gotcha. Okay, see so uh, a little revelation for our team. Know yeah, he ba- awesome. he ba- yeah he basically um came up with that idea and he said how about if we, how do we do it in wrestling? He came up with the whole concept. I mean Bischoff is a genius. I mean absolutely or you know, what, not what
0: one of the best I, best brains in, in wrestling history absolutely no yeah, question
1: I mean that. Don't get me wrong. I understand what people might say about the you know rise and fall of WCW, sure. but think, but think of all the home runs that he did do. Think of you know beating the WWE eighty something weeks in a yeah. row, or however yeah. long it was. Absolutely. I mean, you know, and then think about what he did with the whole aces and eights thing. I mean, did he hit a home run every time? No, but he did a damn good job when he yeah. did. He <clears> got he did a lot got of rights.
0: They're they're wrongs, but he also got a lot of rights.
1: Exactly. Uh,
0: Another question I would like to ask you is, nowadays we're seeing that there's not your traditional tag teams, right? It's like a storyline happens and another one happens, and then it's like they have nothing to do with these superstars after their storyline, so they throw them together, and now it's a new tag team. What are your thoughts on how the traditional tag teams are reducing? They're not – like they used to be. Like the Dudleys were always there, Hardys were always there, Edge and Christian—they were
1: always there. Um, back, well, here, here's, Robbie, here's the, right. Here's the deal: the Dudleys were a tag team at first when we first came into the business. So we did what we did in ECW, we did what we did in WWE, and TNA and Japan and so forth and so on. We were a legit tag team we weren't just two guys put together who had great singles runs and you didn't know what to do with them and right. now all of a sudden they're in a tag team right i think that's where wrestling is in terms of tag team wrestling where it's not happening anymore because right now you don't have any legitimacy in tag team wrestling anymore correct right. we um, only have like
0: a few teams like the New Day and- and the Uso. right and those
1: those the right or even rk bro even though randy was a huge success on his own mm-hmm. i think him and riddle are doing a phenomenal job in working together and that's a testament to randy and i say that right. because a man who was a huge success in singles now all of a sudden is taking a back seat in terms of sharing the spotlight right. and now is doing a tremendous job so my hat goes off to Randy. Uh, I think one of the tag teams that, um, I think a couple of tag teams that are great nowadays that I've watched, um, I think is FTR, the, the Revival.
0: Yes, The Rivals, They're FTR. The FTR. I, I,
1: like, I like Revival. Um, I think Revival will probably be as close to a legitimate tag team as you're going to possibly get in this era. I also like the Briscoes, them boys. They're know, good. I like them. I, good. I, actually, it? I saw them for the first time when Bubba left the company mm-hmm. and tagged with them in ROH. And mm-hmm. I really didn't get to see a lot of them, but it was the first time I saw them. And then I just saw them recently do a promo, you know, cutting it, them boys. And I was actually extremely oh. impressed. I love their promo skills. I love it. Um, And then I saw them wrestle Revival. And I keep calling Revival because I can never remember the (laughs) other name. But um, I saw them wrestle Revival. And that's as classic as a classic wrestling match as you're going to get nowadays. Tag Team at its best. It really was. And um, my hat goes off to those guys. Listen, everybody can sit here and say who's the greatest tag team of all time. Everybody is going to have their mind made up opinion right on who is the best acting listen every error has that and, right. I, and I like to I like to put this like in in in, in basketball mm-hmm. dr. J um Julius Irvin and then Michael Jordan you know you have some people before Michael became Michael saying dr. J was saying dr. J was the greatest of all time and then right. Jordan did what he did right and that just blew everything away. Correct. And now all of a sudden you got the era of LeBron James. Right. And of course, that that argument is always told who's the best of all time, Michael or Jordan. I'm sorry, I was there for Jordan.
0: Right. I, I right. watched right.
1: Jordan. I've seen Jordan play live. I've seen that man do incredible things. And to watch the documentary. Oh, the, the, the last thing. Oh yeah. that and that's solidified hear, I think for a lot of people. Yeah, and to hear the fear that yeah. Jordan put in people, you know, weird. when you open when you opened your mouth, you knew he was going to score sixty points on you, make yep. you look stupid. Yep. So you didn't do that. And there was right. a lot of people saying, "Man, shut up! Don't talk to don't talk <laughs> to Black Jesus! Don't talk to Black Jesus like that! Don't <laughs> that leave him so alone!" True. You know, so true. And, I mean, right. even even um, who's the guy from the paces? Um, oh, oh God, I'm sorry. Paul George, or are you talking about the old school picture? No, the old school. Um, um, the three-pointer. Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller. You know, he even said, he goes, he opened his mouth one time. And Love then all it. of a sudden, that was it. And he's like, <laughs> at that point in time, I never referred to him as Michael Jordan. It was either that guy or MJ or yeah. Black Jesus.
0: He changed what changed. <laughs> <Black> <laughs>
1: Yeah, what you, so, you, and my point to that story, hmm. my point to that story is, everybody, even in basketball, will say mm-hmm. who's the greatest of all time. Correct. It all depends right. on what era you're in. Right. Like, a lot of people got mad when the WWE said that they were vote, that they the New Day was voted the greatest tag team in the world. Right. Or in the history of the business. And again, right. for this era, of course, because right. the fans of this era, it's, it's the generation. New Day. Right, and they're seeing the success of the new day. Half of these fans weren't even born when Bubba and I were wrestling. <laughs> For sure. So, even at the peak of our career,
0: that's crazy. Um, what do you think? Um, I don't, I'm, I'm sure you've been watching it recently, but uh, it's the Usos that have a little move called the One Day. Uh,
1: have you Have you seen that? Well, yeah, because we talked about that uh, way before. <laughs> Way before they did 3D, um, uh-huh. they came to me and said, Devon, do you mind if we use 3D? And I said, hells yeah. I said, use it. I said, I said it's an honor. I That's said, awesome. we don't use it. Bubba and I don't do it anymore. I don't wrestle. Right. So hells yeah, do it. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, you're paying tribute to us. Absolutely. So, absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, hey. So when, mo- when some people get mad at that, you know, I'm like, dude, grow up. Yeah, I'm like they, they're paying homage to you. R- relax, right. you know. You could be forgotten like everybody else in this business, right. but you're so not. You're, you have so you're okay with
0: with the the youth or the new generation of less wrestlers using your moves to pay homage, and 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 you appreciate them contacting you and being like, hey, do we do we have your blessings to use this and stuff?
1: You have to understand, I worked for WWE as a producer, so right. how many times have I had the Usos and the New Days matches? And, and
0: they're, they're they've, it's too much now,
1: and it's and good yes. every single
0: time. Somehow, those boys put together a show, it's phenomenal every single time.
1: And I was very happy and honored to be a producer on the majority of those matches. Awesome. My last time with them was in Wilkesboro, PA, okay. um, it was for SmackDown. And I'm going to say it was October 29th, somewhere that last Sunday
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, in, um, in October, because I had to leave and go get back surgery.
0: Right.
1: Um, so, you know, again, that was the last time I had to work with them. And again, I remember they had always been saying they wanted to use the move. And I kept telling them, use it, do it, do it. Right. And even on Twitter, when they did do it, I said, that's right. I gave them, you know, I'm so happy that they did it. You know, finally, right. not, because I didn't want people to sit there and start mess. Or you know, oh, right. you know they're, they're using they're using your finish. What are you gonna do? I'm not gonna do a goddamn thing. But be, <laughs> be happy. That's what I'm gonna do. Absolutely, they're
0: paying homage. Why not? Um, what do you, What do you think? Let's see. I'm, I'm gonna try to put you in the tough spot, and, and that's tough because you've been in the game for so long as a wrestler, as a producer. You know everything.
1: You could try. I, I'll try my best from a fan's <laughs> perspective. <laughs>
0: What's the Mount Rushmore of tag team wrestling according to you?
1: Oh man, we well, got, got four Fox. Well, LOD is definitely one. Okay. Uh, the Midnight Express. Okay. The Rock and Roll Express. Okay. Let's um, see, man, there's so many. Um, see, I, I told you I would try. There's so, there's so pure wrestling
0: tag teams in this business over the over time that well, people don't you, have to,
1: you have to understand i just named the majority of nwa yes. wcw guys but when you look at it, it it's a very hard um it's a very it's a very hard thing for me to say because you have the wwf at the time right the british bulldogs the Hart foundation Simulation. you know um so many other tag teams demolition um, you know, um, so you had, your, you had
0: your you uh, had your wild Samoans,
1: absolutely. Had, Rocky Johnson you, and Tony Atlas.
0: You had APA. Um, you know, Dudley Boys are there. Hellraisers. Jared
1: Klein. Oh, I don't. Oh, hold on. I don't put myself. I let the fans do that. If they want to put us on a Mount Rushmore, then they can say the Dudleys. But as far as I'm concerned, I'm gonna be. I'm like a, When people ask me that question. I look at it like I'm a fan. Like Devon Dudley and Bubba Ray Dudley didn't even exist. I'm looking at it as if I'm a fan watching wrestling right now. Who do I think would have been the Mount Rushmore? So again, it's very hard, but definitely LOD would definitely be up on there. I, you know, and I, and again, I think the British Bulldogs. I was a huge British Bulldog fan growing up. Um, I love the British Bulldogs, and I actually remember watching Saturday Night's main event. Um, with the British Bulldogs and the Heart Foundation, and a two out of three fall match with Danny Davis on the outside and Santana uh, in the British Bulldogs corner. And I thought that I mean I've watched that match over and over again. I remember telling Natty uh, Natalia, mm-hmm. you know, before her father passed away, tell him I said thank you for all the great memories and I started reciting that match, Um, spot to spot because I've watched it so many times. I was such a huge fan of it. That family is definitely one of the, sometimes
0: I like to say, like the forgotten family of the business. There's so many good pure wrestlers that have come out of that technical and skilled. Do you think a wrestling team of today's era or let's say the PG era can survive in the attitude? You know, the the question that everybody asks.
1: Can, can Can
0: the wrestlers of today survive
1: absolutely i think i think the usos would definitely would have survived i think the new day definitely would um let's go let's not even just do tag let's not do tag team let's just talk about singles i think cesaro would have definitely lasted right um and i always said i said this to somebody else dean ambrose um or moxie whatever they were moxie but i call him dean ambrose right (laughs) so I believe Dean Ambrose would have been a perfect fit in ECW. I think he would have did a tremendous job um, there. But again, he was born too late. So, right, right. <laughs> you right. know. What do you, what do you think about who's
0: your singles? Let's talk about singles run. Who's your, who's on the Mount Rushmore of singles
1: wrestling? Well, uh, if talk, come out the four where well, you got, you definitely have Hogan and Flair. Okay. Uh, you definitely got to put The Rock in there. And Steve Austin. I mean, you know, The Rock, um, in terms of promos, mm-hmm. you know, I like to say helped change the way promos um, were done, even though Flair did what he did. Right. But still, The Rock came in and he was like, so entertaining.
0: Right.
1: <clears throat> and, <coughs> and I think what he Rock,
0: captured the attention of the people to that, changed the game for everybody.
1: Yeah, even when The Rock had a twenty-five minute promo. You were entertained for Absolutely. that whole twenty-five minutes, Absolutely. and you knew it was going to be very entertaining. So that's why I put The Rock in there, and then of course Steve Austin. Absolutely okay. So that would be my that would be my four.
0: What do you think about? And and I say this with complete uh, biased. My favorite wrestler of singles today is Roman Reigns, because I've, mm-hmm. I've followed him from the days when he was getting booed. He wasn't a good wrestler. He wasn't good on the mic. And I think the whole Tribal Chief gimmick, having Paul Heyman, who I think is the best talker in the business, uh, on the mic after seeing his Um, I, I think that Roman Reigns is the flat-out best wrestler total packaged uh, in today's business. But, you know, people like to throw in your uh, Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson. Uh, they like to throw in Kenny Omega. Who do you believe is the best single wrestler in the business today?
1: Well, again, not just because I work for the company still, but I have to agree Roman Reigns is the man right now. Okay. Um, you know, and he's in the top federation. Right. You know, he's in the number one federation in the world. So that right. makes him number one. Right. You know, regardless to what people might think Uh, with other wrestlers being in other companies like AEW, Impact, Mm -hmm. you know, or Ring of Honor.
0: Right.
1: Um, Roman Reigns right now is the top dog. He is the head of the table. He is the tribal chief uh, of singles wrestling. And until somebody knocks him off that uh, pedestal, that's exactly what you're going to have. Who do you think that can be?
0: (laughs) Who do you think can knock the tribal chief out? There's rumors. WrestleMania 39, we're going to be in L.A., he has a very famous cousin. We don't know if he's going to knock him off the throne, but that's the word. But who do you see as the guy can knock can knock the tribal chief
1: out? Can, can, the Rock, can The Rock do it? Yes. Um, but I also think Rocky is very happy in Hollywood. Right. Um, I think he would be crazy to actually leave Hollywood to come back to wrestling. <laughs> He'd be out of his mind. But do you think uh, he
0: takes the one-night match? Maybe not win, but do you think he takes the match?
1: I don't think it. I don't think it might be one. I don't think it'd be one match. I think it might be one. I think it'd be two,
0: like a royal like a royal rumble to WrestleMania kind of uh, kind of
1: plan. It could be, or maybe even three matches. You just never know. Rocky right now is the man in Hollywood. I agree. He calls his shots. I agree. He can do whatever he wants to do. And now that Will Smith did what he did, Rocky's definitely the number one. Rocky is the guy right now. That's true. a definite guy because Will, he was, you know, it was, some people would say it didn't matter even if Will didn't do what he did at the Academy right. Awards, but still, right. Rock is the man right now.
0: And and how, <laughs> how are things backstage now compared to 10 or 15 years later? How's that communication between the wrestlers and the producers? Because, you know, fans always read these articles, right, that come from sources that somebody went in backstage and they were upset with Vince or they were upset about the storyline or
1: something like that.
0: There's tension. Listen, I tell people
1: this. Listen, hold on, let me stop you. I tell people this. At your nine-to-five job, do you get upset at your boss sometimes? Absolutely. Absolutely. So is everybody going to be happy with Vince and what he says? No. Uh, Some people going to be happy? Yes. So... The relationship between the wrestlers now compared to when I was there, mm-hmm. I think Vince is a little bit more hands-on now than he was uh, during the Attitude Era. Okay. Um, he was like Michael Jackson—you couldn't get, you couldn't get by <laughs> with his bodyguards. You know, you had to really, you know, schedule an appointment to speak to Vince back then. And you have to also remember during the Attitude Era, and I always say this, it was so powerful back then. That a lot of people didn't need to really speak to Vince. Um, The producers really, you know, well, they were called agents back then. Right. Were able to talk to talent and relay whatever message that Vince needed them to do. And if talent needed to relay a message to Vince, it was done through the producers. But nowadays, I think the producers uh, intertwine with talent a lot more than they ever did now. And you know, I, I feel uh, that the WWE nowadays is a lot more powerful, a lot stronger. Um, and to me, you know, I just feel, and again, people are gonna say, Oh, Devon's only saying that because he's working for the company, he doesn't want to get fired. You're right, I don't want to get fired. <laughs> um, but you know, there are matches that some people don't see whether it be on a live event on how these guys really bust their behinds and go out there and do what they got to do to entertain. You know, we don't just, we don't just cater to smart marks. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: We cater to the average wrestling fan that comes in, the parent that brings his kid or what have you, and that enjoys the match as well. You know, we want to reach everybody. There are certain companies that only, um, target one demographic of fans and that's the smart marks. and as far as i'm concerned the smart marks, it's like i'm not going to let them dictate i'm I'm glad vince doesn't let them dictate what they feel should vince should do vince is going to do what vince wants to do and what's best for business and that's what i like about it that's what i like about it
0: there's a term going around forbidden door um if if it were up to you, let's let let's we'll try to end this show on a good note. Um, if if you were in charge, let's say you're Vince, right, and and there's this forbidden door pay-per-view going on. What would be your top five matches? You take somebody from the WWE, you can take somebody from TNA, Ring of Honor, AEW. How would you put like five matches together? And if you'd like, you can name wrestlers, or I can throw names out. Whatever you like.
1: Well, you know, like I said, I'm a big fan of the Briscoes. I would love mm-hmm. to see the Revival come back, okay, um, and, and wrestle back and help with the tag team division here. Um,
0: so, would again, you do like a Revival aid uh, Usos or or the New Day or Arc- I, I
1: I think I think we've seen Revival and New Day a mm-hmm. lot. And 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 again, I'm not saying anything because people say, "Well, you've seen the new day." <laughs> and the Usos as well a lot, money um, every single time, right? So, but I, I think definitely the Usos now, um, they're on the wrestling. Run. Yeah, I mean, wrestling now against the revival. I think you would see a little different compared to when they were here the last time, because they did. They worked with them before. Right, but, right, absolutely, but I think
0: everybody's progressed better. Um, it's a your, main event, your main event, Roman Reigns, the cream of the crop, our head of the table, the tribal chief. Who would you put him against? You got wrestlers like Adam Page, you got Moxley, CM Punk. Um, you know, there's uh, M- MJW. Well, I think
1: you said it right there. I think CM Punk would definitely be a good one okay. uh, for Roman. Uh, I would like to see him an MG, what do you say? MGF?
0: MJF, yeah.
1: Oh, MJF. I think you'd be another one that would be good. But again, you know, I don't know how they did it back in the day, you know, when Vince's father, right, when there were te- when there were territories mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Vince's father would talk to the NWA, right. or they would talk to the AWA right, and bring right. in a flare or a dusty rose Correct. for four months in a trade-off with somebody else. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think I think that camaraderie has to has to come in effect um in order for that for that type of deal to happen because besides who's going to go over who's going to do this who's going to do that there's a lot of things that 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 need to be played so i i would love to answer that question i don't know how i would do it because i don't know how they did it i don't know how vince's father did it back then um but it seemed like vince's father um really had a good handle on it because he did that him, he was doing that all the time they were doing that all the time they never stepped on anybody's toes in right. terms of going into a territory you know um one of my so, last
0: one of my last questions would be that you know we see these um, part-time wrestlers come back for one-off matches and whatnot and then we see these celebrities come back and it seems like this past WrestleMania all the celebrities actually put an effort to throw a phenomenal match together. Logan Paul was there, Pat McAfee was there, the jackasses were there. Um, how do you feel about that
1: concept? Um, well, I, I, you know, learning from Vince behind the scenes, I understand why he does a lot of things that he does, because he explains it to us, the producers, um, and the writers backstage, why he does what he does. And it's strictly entertainment. You know, you take somebody from Jackass, bring them in, make them a somewhat a wrestler for the day. And I mean, hell, on the grandest stage of them all, WrestleMania. You know, you bring them in and they tear down a house, it's great. Right. You know, you put you, know, you, put, you put the Paul guy in there with the Miz, it's great.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, but don't you
0: think that it there's also kind of a risk? What if it bombs? What if it doesn't do as good?
1: Well, Here's the deal. I'm sure that they have been in the ring leading up to WrestleMania, and and trying to, you know, just like everybody else. Listen, you leave, you know, one company to go to another, and you have to make sure that you're up to par, especially if you come the WWE. You right. have to make sure you're on your A game, and it's and I'm sure, given what we see nowadays with entertainers coming into uh, the business, such as WWE, they've all been on point, they've right? Oh, absolutely. Been point. So this is not like this is not like back in the day in the Hogan and Andre era, where right. you know, like Mr. T learned one move, which was a big, was a great hip toss, <laughs> and a um, and a uh, what you call it. was it fireman's carry and he threw Uh, mr wonderful poor right i I think yeah i think it was a fire right but then you know i also know mr t was blown as sky high he was Mm -hmm. he was breathing heavy he couldn't even celebrate when he won um but you know you look at it that way i just feel that you know nowadays to bring in that type of talent in terms of the, the superstars, you're going to make sure that they're ready before they go on a stage like WrestleMania. So bomb? No, I don't think you're bomb because we have more than enough time to get ready. these guys ready to awesome. get them in there to have a great match.
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, I do appreciate you coming on. Unfortunately, I've run out of time. It's been a pleasure and an honor to talk to you um, to gain all the knowledge that you've provided. So we'll definitely try to do this again, hopefully in
1: person sometime soon.
0: Um, anything you'd like to leave the audience with about the program, about the business anything you'd like to educate
1: them I mean you know if you're an up and coming wrestler and you are trying to become a wrestler don't go to a guy who opens up a warehouse and puts a ring in there and says this is a wrestling school I can guarantee you that guy probably tried his best to make it in any federation and couldn't make it so therefore, if he couldn't show you how to make it, I'm sorry, if he couldn't make it himself, how's he, he going to show you how to make it? Anybody can teach anybody moves, right. but can you learn the right psychology? Can right. you uh, you know help yourself in and out of the ring? Can you do the right thing where you don't get fired? You know things like that. So you know I, I think it's I leave it on this note. If you want to be a wrestler, find a repable school go to someone that's been somewhere and not someone who claimed that they have been, but never been.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate it. It's an honor to speak to one of the greatest (laughs) tag teams of all time, at least in my perspective.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: Thank you for coming into the garage talks. We wish you health success in WWE. Hopefully. Maybe see you on screen doing something with someone, you know, a lot of Oh it,
1: it's coming. It's coming soon. I've got, I've All right, got, we got some surprises in. in the works. I've awesome. got my hands in some stuff. So awesome, awesome. Yeah, awesome. so I'm just I'm just waiting.
0: Perfect. So we'll wait for the right time to see you. More love, more power to you. We'll see you soon. And take care. Thank you so much for coming on yet again. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. All right, my brother. Take it easy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.